0: Hey hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Food Here and Now. In this week's episode, we will be taking a look at keto diets and their rising popularity, particularly here in the United States. The keto diet involves consuming a large number of fats and proteins and limits the number of carbohydrates someone intakes. This, in turn, forces your body to burn fats instead of carbohydrates. Now, there has been recent research showing that practicing a keto diet can potentially help someone who has type 2 diabetes as your sugar intake is limited. That being said, let's dive in a little deeper and take a look at why this is. Type 2 diabetes is a disease that occurs when your blood glucose is too high. Blood glucose is your main source of energy and comes mainly from the food you eat. Insulin, a hormone made by the pancreas, helps glucose get into your cells to be used for energy. With type 2 diabetes, your body doesn't make enough insulin or doesn't use insulin well, meaning you develop an insulin resistance. As a result, too much glucose stays in your blood and not enough reaches your cells, as reported by the National Institute of Diabetes and Digestive and Kidney Diseases. Many of you may be telling yourselves, okay, I get it, this is bad, so what can be done to fix it? Well, today I have brought in a guest who has a direct relation to someone who has type 2 diabetes and is also asking similar questions. Let's welcome Carmen. Hello.
1: Hi, thanks for having me.
0: I know that you had mentioned that you had a few worries regarding your friend's eating habits, being that they have type 2 diabetes. You were interested in learning if perhaps practicing a keto diet could be beneficial to him. Is that correct?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I have seen my friend struggle firsthand with trying to maintain a balance in the food that he eats in order to not have his blood sugar levels rise. As such, I would like to know what direct effects do practicing a ketogenic diet have on a person with type 2 diabetes? Is it beneficial or do more health consequences arise from it?
0: That's a great question, Carmen. I myself did some research on how a ketogenic diet can directly affect a person with type 2 diabetes. In my research, I found an article by Dr. Gerald Grandel in collaboration with other colleagues who work for the Institute of Food, Nutrition, and Health. They conducted a study to explain the short-term effects a ketogenic has on animals and, in effect, humans with an insulin resistance. They found that healthy animals, when having gone on a keto diet, appeared to be metabolically healthy, whereas obesogenic high-fat diet, fed animals, showed elevated insulin levels. These animals consuming large amounts of fat and carbohydrates showed to have a progressive deterioration of systemic insulin sensitivity, meaning that their body reacted to insulin in a better manner and consequently improved their diabetes overall. Does that seem to answer your question?
1: Yes, that was very informative. However, I know that type 2 diabetes numbers are increasing fast in the United States due to the high consumption of processed foods. Being that you explained that a ketogenic diet can help my friend with type 2 diabetes, could a keto diet potentially help combat these rising rates in our country?
0: Yeah, you are absolutely right that there seems to be some sort of relation between the consumption of highly processed foods and type 2 diabetes. In order to discover what this relation is, I did some digging and came upon an article by Bernard Sauer et al., who conducted a study that aimed to answer the question, is the consumption of ultra-processed foods associated with the risk of developing type 2 diabetes. The results, published in the JAMA Internal Medicine Journal, claim to have found that the absolute amount of ultra-processed food consumption was consistently associated with type 2 diabetes risk, even when adjusting for unprocessed or minimally processed food intake. Thus, as this study concluded, we can presume that eating highly processed foods could potentially lead to developing type 2 diabetes. Now, to counter this problem, we had previously seen that a ketogenic diet could potentially help someone who has type 2 diabetes. Mark Evans reinforces this claim. Evans published an article in the Journal of Physiology in which he, like you, stated that type 2 diabetes is increasing in numbers. And, According to Professor Michael Lean from the University of Glasgow, et al., type 2 diabetes can be reversible with weight loss. We know that a ketogenic diet is low in carbs and high in fats and proteins. However, Evans claims that current dietary recommendations for diabetes are generally to limit fat, especially saturated, but not to restrict carbohydrates. Conversely, low-carb diets, particularly ketogenic diets, continue to grow in popularity in the general population. Many report significant weight loss with low-carb diets. Although it is recommended for someone with type 2 diabetes to limit the fats they consume, these are mostly saturated fats that should be restricted. Ketogenic diets promote the intake of sources of unsaturated fats, such as nuts, seeds, avocados, plant oils, and oily fish. That is why practicing ketogenic diet could potentially help reduce the rising rates of type 2 diabetes in the United States.
1: This is great to hear. However, being that I did not previously know much about the keto diets, could you provide me with some good recipes to follow so that I may pass these on to my friend with type 2 diabetes?
0: Of course. Does your friend have a favorite food or dish?
1: Yes, he actually really enjoys pizza.
0: Perfect, as do I. Well, I found a recipe on Delicious.com, which is just a website that provides many recipes for all sorts of dietary needs. Warren Mendes happened to publish a recipe for pizza, but that has a cauliflower dough in order to make it low in carbs. For the ingredients, you will need a fourth cup each of tomato pasta sauce and pesto, 100 grams of mozzarella, 250 grams of mixed cherry tomatoes, and baby le- basil leaves. For the dough, you will need 1 cauliflower head, 3 4 cup of almond meal, a tablespoon of olive oil, and 30 grams of grated parmesan. The recipe is as follows. You will first preheat the oven to 284 degrees Fahrenheit. Then you should line two baking trays with baking paper. And for the cauliflower dough, roughly chop the cauliflower and place it into a food processor. Pulse it until it is very finely chopped, then tip it into the center of a clean shoe cloth. Place it over a bowl and squeeze to remove any excess liquid. And then spread the cauliflower over prepared trays and bake it for 15 minutes to dry out. You will then remove and stand to cool slightly. Second... Return the cauliflower to the food processor with almond meal, oil, parmesan, a pinch of salt flakes, and freshly ground black pepper and eggs. Whiz whiz it until it is smooth dough, scraping sides if necessary. Third, increase the oven to 356 degrees Fahrenheit. Then spread the cauliflower mixture over uh, one baking paper lined tray to form a circle. And use a piece of plastic wrap to press the the mixture down until it is about one centimeter thick. You will then roast this for 25 minutes or until it is cooked through and golden. Then remove it from the oven. Fourth, increase the oven to 482 degrees Fahrenheit. Spread the tomato sauce and half the pesto over the cauliflower pizza base. Then top it with mozzarella and roast for 5-10 to minutes or until the cheese is melted and bubbly. Lastly, toss the tomatoes and remaining pesto in a bowl, season this with pepper, and remove the pizza from the oven and top it with pesto, tomato, and basil. You can scatter over extra parmesan if you'd like and
1: then serve. Thanks! I have written this down and I look forward to telling my friend that perhaps practicing a keto diet could make his life just a little easier. Absolutely, and thanks for joining us today. It was a pleasure to have you.